0: This is Jeff Chrisman, and I'm here this evening talking with Caitlin Nick. And uh, this is actually, believe it or not, the first outdoor interview <laughs> that I've ever done. Caitlin, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you. Appreciate it. I should say this evening. I'm sorry. Yes. We're uh, actually, interestingly enough, are uh, originally this was scheduled for the art hall, and uh, they had an event going on that I didn't that we didn't know about. So we are actually outside doing an interview. Here we go. Uh, improvise. Here we go. <laughs> Well, anyway, Caitlin, I thought what we would uh, start out doing is maybe hear a little bit about your, uh, as far as any current current works or current exhibits that you're doing, and, and have you share a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, well, um, recently I had a house show, it was titled You're in My Bubble, a house art exhibition um, that I hosted inside my house, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was fun, I uh, it kind of transformed my house into an open gallery, um, and I hung up all of my recent works, which were uh, mostly like large-scale paintings, um, some small experimental like relief paintings, and then I also <clears throat> surprised everyone with a inflatable. Um, that was a sort of like uh, experimental project I was I've been thinking about for a long time, but. Um, Never did it. And so um, that was kind of my opportunity to uh, do it inside my own house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and just invite everyone who came um, to the show to get inside of it. So um, it was actually, yeah, like interactive. So um, it was about 10 feet tall and, no, 10 feet long and then about 8 feet tall. So, um, and I put a door in the front Hmm. and people could uh crawl through and stand up inside of it
0: so
1: yeah it was a lot of fun it was a fun house party almost oh yeah
0: (laughs) and I was and I was kind of curious as far as how you know in terms of I guess if I would ask you how it felt uh as as opposed or in contrast to uh, you know an exhibit at a gallery as far as I was curious, maybe any any comments that you got or, you know, yeah. how, what the feeling was like in, in, in terms of how that, uh, what that was, that experience was.
1: Um, yeah, it was actually, I mean, for me, it was pretty empowering um, because I <laughs> could um, control every bit of it, right? So, um, you know, I could really create a, a tone for my work by, mm. you know... Uh, how I arranged the work. Um, it was my music playing in the background. Uh, my husband Sean, he's a chef. He was um, serving food. Um, oh, wow. it was just yeah. It felt like me like sharing my complete self with the audience. Yeah, yeah, and I mean it was inside my home, so people got to see my work in the context of myself and yeah. where I make it and. Um, really they got to connect with me as the artist more so I feel like that connection doesn't really happen in a gallery when it's Mm. you know it's constructed it's um, typically you're working to fit someone else's box literally and yeah um, yeah, and I just I like the like authenticity of having a house show Um, so yeah highly recommend it
0: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah have you heard? In fact, I, it's interesting. I had not heard before. I heard you talking about that. I didn't know if anyone else. If that's something that uh, you've heard of before, or that, is this kind of unique or new?
1: It's. I feel like it's more unique to Oklahoma for sure. Oh, okay. Um, it's. It's a thing that happens in you know like more urban areas where, <laughs> um, like I've I've been reading a lot about different art scenes in like uh, New York and you know like San Francisco where space is limited and yeah. you know there's so many artists and such few. Uh, spaces to get in on, you know, and so, um, artists are just creating their own opportunities, and, um, I feel like, you know, maybe that's, that's pretty applicable here, so, Mm. you know, with so many galleries closing, um, like, current studios closing, um, I feel like artists really have to take agency of their opportunities, and, um, yeah, and, like, why not use your home, or, you know, some space that's being underutilized, so, um, yeah, and it's. I actually um formed a little art artist collective, so hmm. I have about yeah, right now like 28 other artists in this group, and house shows are what we're doing. So, oh wow, yeah, so it's kind yeah. of a part of a series. So, my friend Virginia had one in December, I had one in January, um, but we're booked out through September right now, so um,
0: hmm. I would
1: expect to see some more, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's is funny. there, is there anywhere if people are, or if, is this one, is this more by invitation only, or is this, I don't know, as far as if people were, the were curious about this, yeah, as far as if they wanted to find out more about that, or, yeah, yeah, yeah I wasn't yeah. sure how that worked as far as the, um,
1: right now it's pretty word of mouth, so, um, basically if you know one of the artists in it, but, um, it, we're working on getting, um, some more structure and, like, um, some branding, and we'll probably make a website so artists can visit, oh, yeah. see what's going on, see if they want to come to an event, um, or maybe they want to join. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Momentum. The I exhibition. feel like.
0: I feel like I've heard I've heard of that, but I'm not 100 percent sure as far as the as far as the details. Of yeah.
1: It. So okay. So it's for um, it's for emerging artists, which um, for their category is 30 and under. Oh, um, it's through okay. the Oklahoma Visual Arts Coalition. Oh yeah. And it's uh it was twice a year, but now it's a, about once a year exhibition that they put on hmm. for emerging artists in Oklahoma. Um, so this is kind of taking that energy, but spreading it out through the whole year. So oh, okay. there's always something that these, you know, emerging artists can go to, can, like contribute to, put on. Um, so kind of, yeah, just strengthening that community and through togetherness really. So,
0: You know, I love that aspect. I was thinking, you know, when you said community, that's what yeah. it was making me think and that sometimes, uh, you know, if you have this, you know, an exhibition at a place of business or at a gallery you know, it's maybe a little bit of a different feel as far as it are. I don't want to say that it lacks the feeling of community, but I love what you're talking about as far as taking agency for your own work and building a community around it. And that's, I just find that really fascinating.
1: Thank you. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's really what we have to do. I mean, with the current climate, I feel like, and, um, that's, I feel like with artists, you know, like they're the, they're some of the most creative people. Yeah. Like they're going to be the ones to come up with the solution. So, um, embrace it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Were there, and I was curious, too, did you find that there was, uh, as far as people discussing your work, or, I mean, as far did you find that it was, uh, that it's, you know, that people felt more comfortable doing that, you know, in your home environment, you know, versus being in a gallery, or um, didn't know if, it, if people felt a little freer to, you know, to kind of, you know, get into a deeper conversation about something?
1: Uh, yeah. Um, I felt like, um. I okay. So at the show, I had my sketchbook open, um, which is a very private part of my practice. Um, not a lot of artists share their sketchbook. You know, it's mm. kind of raw. It's unfinished. It's you know, it's like your your thoughts and your planning before you present your work. You know, yeah. so. Um, and for me personally, I uh, journal a lot in it. So mm. I, I started bullet journaling a year ago. And so for me, my sketchbook doubled as, like, you know, uh, my planner, my journal, my, my sketchbook, like, wherever I collected my research. Um, and so it got pretty personal. And uh, what I did notice at the show, most people were very interested in that in not only being in my personal space or you know bubble but they were so interested in uh my very personal sketchbook and I felt like maybe that might not have ever happened in a gallery's space or yeah. um and I noticed people referencing things from that in conversation um so and i'm glad i did it yeah <laughs> um because it, it gave me so much more opportunity to connect with people without having to have that um you know like forced conversation they could just read me like a book you know <laughs> like um so it was, it was nice yeah yeah it was really yeah helpful for me as an artist i think so
0: yeah, and I'm very, uh, it's, it's, just, it's, it's just neat to see that, uh, you know, everything in terms of exhibiting art, you know, that there's not just one way to do that. That there's actually that people are open to, you know, really experiencing. And I know for me the you know, the, the, the human element of this or connecting with people on a human level. And I just have to think or at least wonder if it's easier to really connect with an artist on a human level. If you're actually in their space, you know, in their home and really seeing, you know, or feeling the energy of where they are actually creating that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> very interesting. So I know that, uh, and to kind of, I guess, to transition a little bit to uh, talk a little bit about your own work, I thought I would ask uh, maybe to hear a little bit just about your the evolution of your work, you know, maybe going back just the last few years. I don't know if there's anything you might want to share just about how, you know, your work has evolved and how you've evolved as an artist through that.
1: Yeah. Um, I would say that I um, really started... Um, making work seriously in art school. So um, I came to school in 2011, um, so the last seven years. But um, and when I was in, at school, I went to OU, um, and I did studio art there. I took a lot of sculpture classes, And, um, that came from, I came into the program thinking, I want to do painting, that's what I'm going to do, but then when I got there, I, yeah, fell in love with making and Mm. learning how to make objects, and I just, like, you know, like, seeing all the tools and learning how to weld for the first time, and, um, that to me was, uh, where I really fell in love. So, I pretty much spent the next four or five years only making sculpture, Mm -hmm. Um, and then, but I did my sculptures based on my paintings. So you're trying to think like, how can I make this, you know, like cluster of colors in real life? Like what materials would I use? How would I create it physically? So you could touch it, touch the painting, you know, um, walk under the painting, experience the painting. So it was kind of like that investigative approach, um, which I kind of have always like teeter tottered between the two mediums. Um, but when I, after I graduated, I did a few installation works in that realm of kind of that hybrid, uh, between painting and sculpture, which was fun. Um, but challenging (laughs) (laughs) and you really have to have a, a space. I realized you need a dedicated space for it and you need dedicated time. Um, so in the meantime, when I was like looking for those projects where I could invest the time and space, I started painting more. I returned back to painting, and um, for me, that's really where my inspiration came from. So, um, I spent pretty much all of 2016 just painting small works, um, which was just a good practice, um, but also good for me to develop my visual language and um, where, like, how I wanted to cr- like create these sculptures and installations. So. Mm kind of creating my own references in a way. Um, But so in 2017, I had a big studio sale, and I sold all the small works, which was great, um, because then I could afford to invest in materials to make larger works. So Mm. um, most of 2017, I spent making canvases. Um, I built my own, and um, they were all about, yeah, four foot, five foot. Um, I have an eight foot in my studio I'm working on. Um, and I just wanted to get bigger so I can bring back that hybridity of, um, that spatial work with the painting work. So, you know, if it's five foot, you feel like you can step inside of it. It's your size. Instead of like looking at a small piece, you're looking at a door, you know, like a door to a painting. So yeah, that to me really communicated it better of that exploring space, creating space. Um... And so that's kind of where I'm at now is still pushing the larger works, but probably going back to creating sculptures again. So more cyclical. um, Yeah, with inflatable, that was um, a step back in that direction. Um, But I feel that that much better about um, exploring it now. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then as far as uh, going back a little ways, I didn't know if there's anything you might want to share as far as your uh, in terms of your inspiration or your experiences, as you know, as, as a child or in through your through your earlier life, I didn't know if there's anything about uh, those experiences that translates into in, into how you create art and, and what and what you're expressing.
1: Um, yeah, so I actually come from a family of artists. So my dad is an artist. Um, he grew up in it, and he did it up until his like. Mid to late 20s, and then he switched to uh, drafting, so he became a a draftsman. And at that time, he still did it by hand, so he was always drawing plans and you know, thinking about space. And um, it was, yeah, it was really cool to watch that growing up. Um, And then my grandfather, he was also an artist, and he um, had a home studio that he taught lessons from. Um, and he, I mean, he was a practicing artist, that's kind of what he did, and, um, that was really inspiring as well, um, but, so I kind of always, yeah, grew up in a home that was a little different, you know, artists are always (laughs) kind of kooky, so, um, it was fun, and so my dad, you know, like, he, um, he would, like, just have such creative agency over our home, and... Uh, fixing things. So he would do a lot of like, um, I would always called him an enthusiast because he <laughs> would start a project and then, you know, like dive right in, bust the wall out and then kind of move on to another project. <laughs> um, it was fun, always changing. Um, but yeah, and it was just like seeing him, like my uh, high school bedroom was actually a bathroom, like a really large master oh, wow. bathroom. And so when we moved into the home, he converted it into like mm-hmm. to see that like he built a closet like lowered the ceiling installed a fan like um he laid down like wood floors like he transformed this room into like a like a whole different space but you could still see the history of it and um just like we lived there like while it changed and um he would yeah add windows and like walls I didn't have windows like rebuilt the stairs like. It was just everything was always in constant flux. And I I really know now, like, as an adult, looking back at that, like, that's pretty different, I feel like. And um, that, to me, like, seeing him take such, like, uh, you know, control over his immediate spaces um, really relates to me and how I think of space and how I um, feel like maybe I can alter it as well. And I do that through my paintings as plans, as drawings, and then um, through my sculptures and installations as the physical space is changing. So um, obviously in a more abstract way, but yeah, um, yeah, I I definitely see the connections there.
0: Yeah. It's it's very interesting. And the first time I saw your work, I was, uh, the first thing I, I don't know, and I realize everybody sees things a little differently, but what really drew me to that was that I I sensed movement. There, just, it just, I could feel, I just, I felt that. And so that really that really spoke to me.
1: Yeah, I love I love movement, like noticing, just like movement in an abstract way, like how things change, um, how like you know even just like people in your life like come and go, or your job might change, or um, like feel like feeling like you're within a space that is in flux. Like that's yeah. what I'm kind of embracing in my paintings and yeah is that is that movement because we're in constant movement oh yeah as people so yeah I'm definitely inspired by it
0: oh yeah do you find that in terms of uh, uh does that make it easier for you to deal with the changes of life I'm just kind of curious <laughs> if yeah, that, if, yeah. That, if that feels a little bit like that helps you know as you do that and-
1: yes definitely yes I feel um like okay so um, I started uh, really titling my paintings more specifically um, based on what I was thinking and feeling and dealing with at that time when mm. I was making it. Um, so, um, yeah. So I have um, I have a painting called Friends Forever Feels. Mm. And it's kind of quirky, but <laughs> it's um, a painting that I was creating whenever I was having a lot of um anxiety over my friendships and um, like feeling like I was really close to them but um, that ang- like anxiety of maybe it won't last forever um, or maybe that that friend might come back around in your life and uh, in reality they've been there the whole time um, just maybe not in your forefront and so um, yeah just like thinking about relationships and how those change and but I feel like when I paint like I'm, Processing that and um, meditating, thinking yeah. <laughs> about it, yeah, yeah. Very focusing meditative. on it, yeah. and restructuring it in my mind of, you know, like maybe that isn't a negative feeling. Maybe I can rework it and put it into my own spin on it and um, have different feelings at the end after I've worked through it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, maybe that's why there's so much movement too, because it's like literal processing of those emotions and.
0: That's I don't know. Very cool. That is very <laughs> I cool. I've, and, and, and I was curious too. When you look back, uh, when you look at works that you've created previously, uh, do you sometimes are you able to uh, you know get some sense of where you were in life? Always yeah. <laughs> something always, I tend to ask that quite a bit, and I, I always find that answer fascinating. It's just you know thinking about you know seeing kind of those milestones, you know as, as far as you know looking at something and realizing, okay, this, I was at, you know at this place in life, at, you know at this moment, or maybe yeah. or maybe the re- the recollection of that. I don't know if it seems different in some cases. Maybe you feel yeah. one way about it one time, and then maybe it, later it would, maybe it's, you know the, the however it f- you're feeling now about whatever happened maybe feels different.
1: Um, yes, definitely. I feel like once you sort of, like, that that to me is, like, whenever I'm done with it and I title it, like, that's almost to me like a, like a snapshot of that time. And so, Mm -hmm. for me, like, looking at a body of work and seeing it together is almost like looking, like, at a scrapbook or an album, you know, or, um, it is kind of looking back on those times, like, what you've been through and, um... Yeah, I... Yeah, man, art is so important to me. <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's so fun to talk about, but I also... I really feel like art is, like, um, such an extension of yourself. Yeah. And um, everyone's artist. Like, that's not something you can force. Like, if you're creating it, like, it is, I feel like, a reflection and a part of you. And for you to share that with people um, is vulnerable. That's why it's... And yeah. I feel like it's hard being an artist, but... For me, like seeing all my previous work, it's like I see my struggles, (laughs) Um, and or maybe like maybe that mindset I was at in that time, or like that to me that speaks so clearly. So yeah, yeah, for sure. And
0: you know, speaking about that vulnerability, I was just thinking as you as you were saying that, you know, I think in terms of like I think of a you know a stand up comedian being vulnerable, or an actor or an actress, you know, someone that's up in front of an audience in real time but yet now I'm also thinking about the fact that when you create something that's, you know, people know it's you
1: Yeah.
0: that, yeah, that's just the vulnerability of that is, yeah. I mean, and, it, and it's just there, right. It's yeah. It's not, it's not hiding behind anything. <laughs> and,
1: yeah.
0: I didn't think about that before. It's very interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially with like, so for my own practice, I'm constantly trying to push myself. So sometimes that's not always successful. Hmm. So for me, like, it's it's really hard to see those failures in um like you kind of start to wonder like it's it's very much an up and down process you know so um but I feel like that's healthy for for art making (laughs) um yeah
0: are there times when you will set something aside you know if you're in the middle of something are there times where maybe you just feel like you have to give it a little bit of a you know take a break from it for a bit or do things tend to flow a little more you know just all at once and um,
1: yeah, I tend to uh complete things, so I'll start one painting, complete it, start another, complete it um and so that that to me is really helpful so um because I don't like to leave things unfinished yeah um but I will sometimes take old paintings, bring them back into my my practice, and work on them again um and so I actually just recently did that. Uh, for a painting that was in my house show and it hmm. it has a lot of like the open uh white backgrounds that I've been working with with a lot of lines and color um sort of drawings on top um but for me I thought I was like this is too busy um <laughs> it's too much going on and it was just like looking at it just it was like um it just it clashed it didn't work for me so um and I wanted to work on it some more, <laughs> so I ended up taking um, this really nice, like light, uh, like cloud blue paint, and I ended up uh, subtracting info out of it. So I went back in, oh, wow. and I kind of brought, like, instead of I flipped it, I brought the background forward and pushed like the foreground backwards. So, um, I yeah, if that makes yeah. <laughs> sense, yeah, oh but, yeah. Um, so like this big. I mean, most of it now is all the sky blue, but, mm. um, you can still see, like, the peaks and, like, the movement of the lines peeking through, um, but you get way less info, and it's so much more implied, and, um, I just feel like it has, it has a lot of depth to it for being mm. such just kind of flat, you know? So yeah. I like that sort of, um, like, combination, that playful combination of um, flat and deep, or, you know, like, uh, subtracting and uh, adding and I, I think that's fun
0: yeah and I lo- and the whole concept of subtracting you know I think sometimes as humans we're so focused on at you know we're so focused on building and and you know the the focus of moving things forward and I realize that has its place <laughs> yeah, but yeah. the whole idea of subtracting that is something I've never heard anyone speak of and so that, that really gets my attention and that it kind of leads me to my next question I almost feel and I almost feel like it's silly to ask it I don't think I've ever asked this before but as far as I start. It's almost like I want to ask you, how do you know when something is is finished? But then <laughs> yeah. there's a part of me that thinks, how can I even ask that? Because how you know, how can you even? Is it possible to even? I don't know if it's possible to put that into words or not. It's
1: it's definitely. I feel like it's like fifty percent, um, like visual harmony. So, hmm. and then fifty percent feeling. So, yeah. I mean, I definitely for for my work and for. Um, I f- like abstract work in general. I know, like you know, things like balance, um, like color harmonies, like that does come into play. Oh, that's okay. kind of how you know, as a like an artist, like oh, okay. that it's finished. Yeah. But I mean, if it's not there in your gut, if you can't see it and know, like
0: yeah,
1: I mean, it's it's hard to walk away from something that's you feel is not done. I mm. feel like, and maybe because I'm kind of a completionist, but I really do feel like. I can look at something and, like, if it makes sense for me, it makes sense for the uh, composition boom
0: <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> so. You just know, right? You just yeah, know. Right? Oh, that's great! And I, uh, this has been, in fact, and I almost, almost feel like it's the time has gone by too quickly. Yeah. I, uh, I really appreciate you taking the time. This has been very insightful. Thank and you. It's just, it's. I feel like I've learned a lot, and that's something I don't say. You know, I, I don't say. You know, I don't always say. But it's. Uh, I'm very, very appreciative. No it's been very, very interesting. Yeah. Thanks very for insightful. having me. Absolutely, thank you.